0: welcome to maranatha teaching podcast i'm your host femi fenojo we have joined a series that i've been doing on maranatha youtube teaching channel titled the bible we have joined the series at the beginning of another season which we have titled the story of the whole bible now we are going to read genesis chapter one from verse nine and god said Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. Verse 10, And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called its seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb, yielding seed after its kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after its kind. And God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the third day. Then we jump down to verse 20, and God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that had life and fowl that it may fly above the earth. In the open firmament of heaven, and God created great whales and every living creature that moved it, which the water brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the sea, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Praise the Lord. So we are reading those portion of Genesis chapter 1 again, where we saw how God created the living things. Obviously, we've not read about human beings here. God created plants. God created animals in the sea. And God created fowls in the air. Now, the one thing we've not talked about is how God, after each creation, the Bible says, and God saw that it was good. We're going to come to that another time by the grace of god not today but i just thought i would mention that that we've not forgotten that god saw that they were good and that is something we need to look at in another teaching so remember we've been looking at the story of the whole bible and we are stuck at the beginning and we are happy we are really really happy to be stuck at the beginning because the beginning is really really very important and today we want to continue to look at how living things proclaim the glory of God. Remember we said that just like, the non, just like the non-living things, just like the material non-living things glorify God, the living proclaim even more loudly the glory of God. The reason we are looking at this is because of God. And we read in Psalm 19 verses 1 and 2 how the heavens proclaim what? The glory of God. The sky displays his craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak, night after night they make him known. So the Bible says the creation, the stars, the galaxy, the universe, when we properly, you know, Look at them and meditate on them. They are actually proclaiming the glory of God. They display God's craftsmanship, God's wisdom, God's power, God's person, God's purpose. And they do that day after day. They speak night after night. And the Bible says they make him known. So nobody, none of us will have any excuse not to know God. Okay. If people reject God, it would not be on intellectual ground. It will be because we decide against him and we are going to be judged. Our decision have consequences in this life and in the life to come. So we saw how every creation, every creation out there actually is talking about the glory of God. But Genesis chapter 1 verses 9 to 27 tells us how God created living things. The plant, the animal, animal in the sea, animal in the air. Animal on land, and ultimately the creation of man. And we said the Bible was not confused about this creation. The Bible was not confused. The Bible said plants were created. Period. Animals were created. Animal in the sea. Animal on the land. Animal in the air created. Period. And man was created. There was no confusion as to one transisting to another. God created them all it is the same god that created the planets It is the same god that created the solar systems It is the same god that created galaxies and the solar groups and the universe it is that same god that created the living things is the god of the living and we're saying that just as we looked at the non-living things and we saw the glory and the power and the person and the purpose of god even much more when we take our time to meditate on the living things, even much more, they tell us about the glory and the power of God, and that was what we read in Psalm 139. Remember, we read Psalm 139, just one verse, verse 14. It's in the middle of a, <laughs> a you know something that the psalmist is saying, and the psalmist said in Psalm 139 verse 14, he said, "I will praise Thee, for I am fearfully." and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. The psalmist said, I will praise thee. (laughs) I will honor you. (laughs) I will worship you. The reason why men are still debating, and debating about God, is because we have decided, people generally have decided, to ignore the reality. The reality of God that is all around us. But when we properly, you know, Connect with the creation around us when we properly and we are honest with the fact that is right in front of our nose, right in front of our eyes. If we are honest, we will know that there is indeed a divine reality behind what we see, that there is an intelligent creator behind what we see that what we see could not as come, have come out of big bang or evolution it is just not possible and we are going to establish that even more as we look at the living things i mean obviously what we are doing here is not going deep into this thing we are just skimming the surface really but that is enough for us to take instruction let's read that psalm 139 verse 14 from two other translations i have read it over here for us from king james but let's read it from the new living translation let's read king james again while we have it on the screen king james says i will praise thee for i am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right the new living translation says thank you for making me so wonderfully complex wow i'll read that again thank you for making me so wonderfully complex your workmanship is marvelous how well i know it let's go to the god's word translation it said i will give thanks to you because i have been so amazingly and miraculously made your works are miraculous and my soul is fully aware of this my soul is fully aware of this you know I perceive that if not that our soul has been confused by rogue science so-called, we will be in the same situation like the psalmist. He said, my soul is fully aware of this. He said, how well I know it. (laughs) How well I know it. We needed the help of the rogue scientists to confuse this issue and to model this water. But even men knew this, okay? And the scripture says, the psalmist said, Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. And that is what we are looking at here. We are looking at the complexity, the wonders of creation. And we are now looking at the living things. And we said that that word fearful, fearfully meant means to stand in awe, reference to honor, to respect when we fully understand the work of god and creation we will respect human life we will honor human life we will reference human life whatever whatever color it is this it is it is the challenge it is the ignoring of this fact it is what the rogue science has made us to want to believe that we are just we just come out of nothing that we are related to apes and to animals it is that reality that has caused first for for some part of this the dishonor and the disrespect of life and and Rogue leaders down the age have used this science, so-called, to actually um, and uh, you know oppress people because of their different color, because of their different race, because of their different disposition. These people have used this science, so-called, this rogue science, so-called, to actually persecute people because they have different color, because they have different gender, because they are of different race than them. But when we understand that as human, we are fearfully made, that we are creation of honor, we are creation of respect, we have creation of reference, that God took time to create us. God invested in our creation. He created us and we are creation of awe, of reference, of honor, of respect. When we understand that, then we will not demean life in any form, shape, or fashion. It is this process of dishonoring and disrespecting and demeaning human life that have brought us where we are, and we see the result all around us, the catastrophes that we see all around us today, in some part is due to us challenging the very source of our life, of human life. Praise the Lord. Fearfully. What about that word wonderfully? And we are going to come to that word wonderfully. Remember, the psalmist is talking about human life. That word wonderful means to be distinct. We mentioned this in our previous teaching. Sorry, <laughs> I'm camping here a little bit. I'm repeating what we did last time, but it is necessary for me to do it. And it is worth doing it again. Wonderfully made, he said, to be distinct. <laughs> we are distinct. We Human life is in a is in in a in a platform is in a in in a class of his own distinct marked out to be distinguished It means to be separated to be wonderful i am fearfully and wonderfully made and that is what the scripture says i'm going to read that again from new living translation psalm 139 verse 14 thank you lord i just want to say thank you lord thank you Lord thank you Lord for making me making my wife making my children my brothers my sisters my mother my you know making us wonderfully so wonderfully complex your workmanship is marvelous how will I know it the God word translation says I will give thanks to you because I have been so amazingly and miraculously made I mean when you truly understand human body when you truly understand you know living things you will know that we have been it is an amazing and miraculous creation and that is what we started to look at that what we call simple cell what we call simple cell not really simple, okay. Really, we they they are so complex, okay. They are so complex, and we began to see that when we look at the complexity of, of what we call simple cell, they are, they are um, the amazing thing about them, okay. Actually, this the 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 strongest or the most powerful computer of today cannot be compared to the inner working of this so-called simple cell what is going on inside this cell remember we mentioned this the simple cell that inside that simple cell are trillions and trillions and trillions of tiny groups of atoms called protein molecules that inside that simple cell is a universe itself. And then when we come to human, obviously, every living thing, every living thing is made up of countless numbers of these so-called simple cells. Like we said, in an average human, average human has 75 trillion of such so-called simple cells. <laughs> 75 trillions. Of simple cell each of which have over two hundred trillions of this tiny molecule called protein and then somebody want me to believe that this all came out of naughtiness out of accident and we said when one consider that the entire chemical f- f- information to construct a man to construct an animal to construct a frog to construct any form of animal the entire information, genetic information, chemical information, physical information, the entire information that is needed to construct any animal was compressed into two very small reproductive cells that we call sperm and we call eggs. You need to understand this, that as I'm sitting down here, I'm a product of my father and my mother something came out of my father we call it spam something came out of my mother we call it egg and together they meet together and they form they, my father's sperm fertilizes fertilize my mother's egg and they come an embryo and you need to understand what we are talking about here so half of my genetic makeup half of the information that caused me to be created to be built came from my mom and have came from my dad. This nuclear genetic information to construct every living thing comes from this simple, very small, reproductive cell. I mean, how can we not be astounded? How can we not cry out, thank you, Jesus? <laughs> okay? And this DNA then goes on. So we, and, and science tells us That at that particular point in time, this this embryo is so small that you cannot see it with your eyes. But this embryo has information in what we call DNA from your parents coming together. And then it goes on and starts building you. And life came out and starts building you in your mother's womb. Well, in some cases, in some cases, in some people in test tube. And surrogate mother's womb. But what we are saying is that those two come together and they make life and they start building that life. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we can sit down here and talk about what actually goes on. Remember, I'm talking about human life now. What actually goes on inside that life because god created the first human being and god acts and one of the things you realize is that when god created in the beginning god gave them the authority to multiply and we mentioned that before god created the first plant the first animals in the sea in the land in the air god God created the first man and the first woman and god gave them the authority and the capacity and the ability to propagate that life and the propagation of that life is as wonderful (laughs) is as marvelous as when god created it in the beginning praise be to the lord and while we are on this subject (laughs) why are we on this subject in mammals we need to understand that the sex of the offering is determined by the spam cell it is the man that actually carry the chromosome that determine what the gender of the child or the offspring will be the egg of a woman only carry the X chromosome it is the spams It's in that sperm that we have some sperm that have the S chromosome and some sperm that have the y chromosome understand it's not about gender it is the marvelous and the wonder of the life that god has created but usually during their normal monthly period cycle, a woman will throw one egg and understand that millions and millions of sperm cells are released by the man in a process of passion to fertilize that one egg <laughs> we're talking about god so, the sperm that carries Y chromosome tend to run faster than the sperm that carries X chromosome. But the interesting thing is that they, they tend to die earlier <laughs> than, than the sperm that carries the X chromosome. You can do whatever you want to do with that, but I just thought that is an interesting information <laughs> to be aware of. Okay, let's go back to our teaching talking about God. I just want you to see the wonders. I just want you to see the marvel of our God. Each cell in our body, okay, actually contains the same information in other part of the body. So each has all the data that is needed for making another man physically and identical to itself. cell. But like I said the last time, the miracle here is that each cell will only act on the information that is related to what part of the body that cell is let me give you an example the cell in my eyes and the cell in my teeth all of them contain all the information they needed to produce me me, to produce every organ in my body but each cell in each area will only act on only the portion of the dna that is related to build what they want to build. And this is why in a cancer cell, and this is very important, this is why in a cancer cell, a cancer cell is a cell that has come out of control. And this is why if there's a cancer, some form of cancer in some organ of the body, that cancer cell can then start producing other parts of the body that should not belong to where that cell is. For example, a cancer cell, for example, in the kidney, may then start producing teeth but shouldn't be doing that okay but there is this check and balances that God has put there in our body and we're talking about the wonders and the glory of our God and in addition to all this all the information is available on genes also to repair the body not only to construct it but to repair it when the body is injured we are talking about the glory of our God, and that is why the psalmist said, I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made. Marvelous are your ways. Doesn't my heart know it? We are taking time to look at this because this helps us to understand who God is, and to understand and to know the value that God has placed on life, the value that God has placed on her life and when you begin to understand this you will begin to see how impossible it is for life to come out of accident or big bang see when we begin to talk about information when we begin to talk about molecular biology we realize that the game of chance is anything is over when we understand we're talking about genetics we're talking about dna we're talking about molecular level when we begin to go deep into this the game of chance is over okay the game of chance is over okay at that level at molecular biology level at information level and you can go out and buy i've introduced you to some men in my in my previous teaching it's not that i believe or agree with everything that these people say but at least these are intelligent people these are scientists that actually believe at least that God created this thing. That this thing did not come out, that, that something did not come out of nothing. That life did not come out of chance. At the, when you begin to understand that there is information in, in, our, in our gene, The DNA has this information and the body has the capacity to build this DNA and that the building of life actually is is the the, the building block at the molecular level. The 200 trillions, you know, protein that have been used to build the body. When you understand this, you will see that it cannot be a game of chance. There is an intelligent designer and there is an intelligent design. That build this wonderful let me call it machine and by the way we are going to realize that it is much more than just a machine but don't let me go ahead of myself there is an intelligent designer and there is an intelligent design behind this wonderful and marvelous things that we have in front of us I remember what I said in previous thing that if it is true that this Miracle, <laughs> this miraculous complexity, like uh, what w- that like New Living Translation says, that thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. That if it is possible that this wonderful complexity came out of nothing and was built out of evolution over a period of billions of years, how come? Our computer, I mean it should have taken computer just a few thousand to, to, to be made. How come our computer didn't come out of the same process? Our body. I mean remember each cell in my body is much more is much more complex than computer. Not to talk less of billions and trillions of them. How come? That the computer didn't come out of the same process. How come my car didn't come? My functioning car, my functioning computer didn't come out of the same process, but I did come out of that process. Or human being come out of the process. Somebody, somewhere, is lying. Somebody somewhere is hypocritical. God created them all. That is the testimony of the scripture. And really, you don't have to be a Christian. To understand you don't even have to believe in God to begin to understand to say you know what I may not believe in God but there must be an intelligent designer behind this we have to stop here we are still here we are not going anywhere yet we are still going to talk about this we want to knock it and knock it and knock it because this is the foundation and if you are listening to me this God has also organized how you will be saved for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. This world is running to destruction, but you don't have to go to hell. Please, you don't have to go there. God has provided a way of escape, and that way is in the cross of Jesus. He died for you, and he resurrected. Now all you need to do is to accept his gift of salvation. Run to him and ask him to save you, and he will. will become your god and your lord he will walk this life with you and in eternity in the new heaven and new earth you will spend eternity with him it's not a matter it's not a question of whether you will spend eternity it's a question of where will you spend eternity and god wants you to spend eternity with him because the alternative is grim do it today we sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on youtube maranatha teaching channel they will bless you thank you